There's the button now. Going live. Holy crap, that was an ordeal. Let's just play the frickin' intro. Well, I'm already exhausted. Yeah! Woo! Uh-huh. Yeah! Yeah. This is my jam! Woo! I'm not sure if you know this, but it sounds like Teletubbies have taken over your intro. Way! All right! I'm still pretty proud oh, that of that intense. intro. Yeah, I'm, I'm still pretty oh, proud intense. of that. Welcome, everyone, to uh, another special episode, a special Sunday episode of Modern Day Atheism uh, featuring me and what you will think is Kyle, but it's actually I have designed uh, an AI that has sourced all of the things that Kyle has ever said. It listens to me for key phrases and it responds accordingly. You won't be able to tell the difference except for that Kyle has been replaced with a still image because I have not gotten down the 3d portion of that yet so say hello kyle hi Bye. hi jimmy it's such a pleasure to be here with you all hail the pumpkin king let me uh let me just update this a little bit here so it doesn't sound like i don't know i don't know what that sounds like like it's sitting on a bunch of pine cones all right let's try that reboot <laughs> hi jimmy it's a pleasure to be here on Sunday with you and Modern Day Atheism. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Tell everyone your name. That's not important. Well, I thought you would come up with something funnier to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> I, I tried. I literally, I literally tried there for that those two seconds, and I came up with nothing. Oh, so. uh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, <laughs> not important. No worries. We'll just skip right over it. Uh, I'm excited to get to calls, but I think um, I think I want to first say uh, to anybody hit by the hurricanes this week or who have family, maybe or whatever. Uh, you have my thoughts and prayers. No, I'm just kidding. But you do have my my condolences and, you know, hope you're all safe and happy and and that things are are all fine for you. And I'm really, really sorry that what you've gone through has been so thoroughly undermined by having a president who is, um, what is, uh, I think there's an official word for it. I think the, the official term is an idiot. Yeah. That's one. There are That's many. There, there are a great many. Um, did you see that he, uh, uh, basically he had said like people of Alabama start evacuating like you need to be prepared for this but none of the models had any kind of significant um, uh, effect it like yeah it, they would have gotten some rain but it wouldn't have even been a tropical storm by then and are we uh, even surprised at this point though like I mean really like are we really surprised when he can't find look at a map and tell where the hurricanes gonna go i was talking to you earlier before we we went live that seth myers did a beautiful montage of him to, uh, like three days ago saying uh this thing is supposed to get uh, category five no one's ever heard of a category five uh, yeah. no one knew it existed and and at least 11 times in the yeah. past three years 
He's had three hurricanes under his presidency that have hit Category 5. And he's sitting up here saying, no one's ever heard of the Category 5. No, it's heard of it. Listen, it's, it's outrageous. <gasps> no one ever knew it could be so intense. And this is totally, no one was prepared for this. Yeah. Yeah, Donald, just because you... Well, we can't say you never heard of it just because you can't remember. And listen, I don't want to be too mean to him because you don't like you don't fucking be an asshole to somebody with clearly dementia. But anyway, he, uh, uh, he fucking just because you think no one's heard of it doesn't mean we like all haven't. I had heard of Category 5. I remember when we first moved to Florida when I was a kid. I was around nine years old. I think I was about to turn nine. And uh they were still talking about Hurricane Andrew, even though that had been five years prior, I think. Was it 94 or 92? I think it's somewhere around there. But here's the thing. Like, yes, we could let him off if this was the first time he said it. But if you go yeah. back year after year after year, the past three years, he has said no one's ever heard of a Category 5 at least right. eight times. Like, he has said this every year. And the first time you say it, they have then now heard of the Category 5. You cannot yeah. anymore say yeah. no one has heard of the Category 5 anymore, especially yeah. when three hurricanes under your presidency have hit a fucking Category 5 level. You know what the truth about Trump is? He probably considers it an accomplishment. He probably considers the fact that the hurricanes under him are worse than the are are stronger than any than hurricanes under any other president as an achievement. Like, look, this is how great America is strong. It's the strongest it's ever been. Even our hurricanes are strong. Okay, our, our hurricanes the strongest anyone's ever seen. No one's ever seen one as strong as these. Part of it, so that's that's a joke. Part of what actually is happening is uh, he wants to overplay whatever hand he's dealt so that whatever response he does comes in, uh, uh, he, he meets expectations or he set it up as an impossibility even though it shouldn't be impossible. I, I picture him, there's two things that I want to hit on before we move on from this topic. Number yeah. one, I picture him looking at the, you know, in... in um, the war room where they're looking at these maps of the projection of the, the, uh, the hurricane and the entire time he's just sitting there going does this mean I get to throw paper towels again someone right. tell me is it bad right. enough where I can throw paper towels and number did you, two did you see where Mike Pence had to go in his place yeah um, in Europe and he stayed 200 miles away from where those meetings were because he had to stay in a fucking Trump hotel <laughs> He also, uh, 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 so after he said, uh, I'm canceling my trip to Poland, we'll send Pence instead. Next day, he's on a golf course uh, and and he gets called out for it and lashes out at, uh, who was it? It wasn't the French president. It was, um, ah, shoot, I can't. Oh, it was the mayor of London. I actually reported on this. I should have known this. Uh, the mayor of London was like, yeah, I'm sure that he's uh, really fighting the hurricanes out on the golf course. And so the guy, so Donald Trump is trying to attack him for not solving knife crime. Meanwhile, we have a fucking gun crime epidemic here. I, I don't know. You, those in, those in write, gold. <laughs> go ahead. You can't write this stuff. And like, no. here's, I was having a conversation with someone the other day about this. The sad thing is that none of these things that he does, he doesn't lose traction with his base, which is the middle of America, rural, right. um, uh, 
usually people who uh, or a lot of a lot of times the people who are in, in poverty and the exact um, the exact actions that he takes and the policies that he implements affects them the yeah. most. Yet yet they yet they refuse to see that they refuse to break away from somebody who is actively instituting policies that go against anything that would benefit them. And they sing his praises like he's the greatest president. There are literally people saying he's the greatest president we've ever had. Can you imagine being that deluded? I can imagine because I keep meeting them. Like now I don't even have to imagine. They're just memories now. Uh, Look at the economy, Jimmy. Look at the economy. So Donald Trump this week, he actually, uh, in trying to defend his thing about it hitting Alabama, even though they were going to get sprinkles, uh, literally brought out a map trying to prove he was right. Because this is this is the guy with the thinnest skin in the world. And if you say anything is wrong, he will just make up anything he has to to try and humiliate you and prove, look how right I was, the lamestream media, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and <laughs> he uh, he brought out a map that had the projection on it on which he drew with Sharpie another circle to hit Alabama. That is who this well, guy is. I, I mean, that is cutting edge meteorology, um, Jimmy. Uh, obviously, if you draw in where you want the hurricane to go, it's going to go that way. I mean, you're, you're talking about the same guy who the first thing that he did when he took after he took the oath of office was send his press secretary out to to show pictures of the crowd that came to the inauguration with him and Obama. And we all saw that Obama was way bigger. But you have Trump and his his minions looking at those same pictures going, you see here, this crowd is much bigger. And everybody can see that the opposite is true, yet no one that's an eye like this yeah. is not uh, this has become everyday uh everyday fodder now yeah it's ridiculous uh to, so, to those who had mentioned earlier i just wanted to say i today actually put some effort in i i put a heated brush through my hair and my beard actually uh, uh and so that's uh if you all like this somewhat straightened look you can let me know i actually prefer the wilder look i think i think we should jump on the calls yeah yeah um can i announce um something about the oh, uh yeah. the show yeah, yeah. definitely um, so if 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 any of you out there have not heard um non sequitur is going to come to an end on september the 30th that'll be the the last uh show that we do um in the links and i think uh jimmy put it on his as well you can find the new um the new channel i'm going off in a different direction um you can read about it there i'm not going to go in depth um, on it, you can in the coming weeks. I'll uh, I'll, I'll be going in um, more that direction. But you can check it out if you want to. Um, also, following this uh, show, I will be in Discord uh, for uh, a little bit. So if you want to come hang out and chat, please uh, meet me in the in the hangouts following the show. Awesome. Very, very cool. Yeah. So uh, uh, the final episode of Non Sequitur, but then you're launching a new channel. Uh, which uh, right. is linked in the description on both of our things. Uh, and what's the focus of the new channel? The focus of the new channel is, uh, so as many people know, I used to be a chef. I'm, uh, I'm really big into like the, the mindset and the history that comes with food. So I've 
um, partnered with uh, a couple restaurants in Charlotte that are local. And I'm going to be spending a day there. Um, each week, there'll be uh, uh, two videos uploaded, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And I will be going through um, the history of the locations because a lot of these places, um, like the first one I'm going to, um, Haberdish, it, um, it's in a building that's stood there um, almost a century and a half. It was there um, through the wars. It was u utilized as different things. So I'm going to be going through that. Um, I'm going to be spending some time in the kitchen with the chef. We're going to be going through a couple of their feature items, and then I'm going to sit down with the owners to kind of go through what their inspiration was, um, where their concept came from, and um, it's going to be kind of uh, food history and uh, drinks all smashed into one. Very cool. All right, on to our very first caller. Uh, this is, as with every first call, this is when we're testing if it's really working. Madeline, can you hear us? Uh, yes, I can. Hello. Is it Madeline or Madeline? Madeline. <laughs> Madeline. Okay, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's my bad. No, I get it all the time. Okay. Well, cool. What is, uh, uh what... So the, the subject today is why are you still holding on? This could be to a religion, a spirituality, this thing where you're like, hey, generally I identify with atheism or secularism, but there's this thing I can't let go of. It, you can veer off of that a little bit, but uh, uh, what, was the, what was the question you had that you wanted to ask about? Right, so um, this is actually not about me, but my girlfriend. So... Um, I am a girl who, like, grew up in Catholicism, recently started dating, and, um, she has, like, not had a good time mentally. <laughs> she, like, has had, like, a couple of panic attacks during lunch and things like that, and it seems like it gets worse the more good times that we have, basically. And I think it would definitely get worse if, like, I were to break up with her or something. But I just have no idea how to help. So uh, yeah. basically, she's—is it that she's feeling guilty being happy in ways that her religion yeah. is opposed to? Is that what you're saying? Um. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, and you're feeling like that puts a lot of pressure on you in the relationship because if you were to leave, it would kind of come crashing down on her pretty hard a little bit yeah has she acknowledged that she doesn't believe in the religion yet or is it that she still does somewhat believe i can't entirely tell there have been there have been there's been a lot of back and forth with her i think okay i think um hmm. I think with this, the first thing you have to find out is where she is. And and once you've established mm -hmm. that, that's where you work from. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, if you if you're doing things that it's it's kind of like I, I remember being basically young Mormon and hypocritical. And so I was doing things that uh, were against the church, but I didn't drop my beliefs right away. Uh, so you do have to kind of figure out where mm -hmm. it is she is. And like I said, work from there. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's honestly where I uh, would start. If yeah, go ahead, Kyle. I was just gonna say um, communication. I think is absolute paramount. Like you have to be upfront oh, yeah. and honest with each other about 
where you stand, um, your uh, like because you you can kind of be there to guide her through whatever it is that she's going through. It sounds like she's going through something and not really communicating with you um, where that kind of stems from. And the 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 key to any successful relationship is that both parties are talking and being upfront and honest with each other. So I think that would be your starting point would be to sit down with her and get her to kind of open up to you and, you know, make sure that you, 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 you kind of come across like you're there for support and not to, um, to judge. And I think that, you know, she might be right. willing to be forthcoming that way. Once you establish though, whether or not she's still there or not, uh, if she isn't, you're going, then it's the specific uh, task of dealing with if she is feeling guilty uh, about things that she doesn't even believe in. Uh, I made a video on my channel. I, mm -hmm. I don't know where she is, so maybe she wouldn't be willing to watch it, but I made a video on my channel called um, how to deal with religious guilt or something like that. If you type in Mr. Atheist religious guilt, it'll be titled yeah. uh, somewhat obviously. But the, the basis of it is every time you identify you're having it, you need to basically evaluate it. You have to, and so the, uh, the system that I suggest is one where you go, okay, I'm feeling guilty because I'm, uh, for example, having sex. And then you take that statement farther. I'm feeling guilty because I'm having sex and I was taught at church that that makes me impure. And then you take that further. And I was taught at church that that makes me impure based on this. And then you take it further based on this, which I know isn't true because of this and this. And basically you keep having this conversation where you repeat the line, the first bit, and you extend it out over and over again until you take this thing mm -hmm. that really is um, uh, just something that is sort of latent and, and, and you can't get rid of it and you kind of trivialize it because you're, you already are starting from a place of you know it's not true but your brain isn't identifying with that. And it's not gonna, it, it'll, it, it starts helping right away but eventually your brain just stops you from having to do the exercise because you've already trivialized this thing so much. So I recommend watching the video uh, entirely, uh, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go I ahead. will also, I would also too um, approach it in a way like, be sure to when when you try to to bring this up and kind of suss out where she's at, um, not come from it in a way that you're trying to take that away from her in any way. If she's not ready, you know, like right. um, you can't expect you can't expect people to come to where you are in, in, you know, either your deconversion or whatever faith that you have. Mm -hmm. So if you approach it in a way where you're just trying to understand and it's okay if she still has those ties to, um, to Catholicism or, or whatever religion it may be, that that's okay and you're going to be there with her to, um, you know, that, that's not going to be something that is a deal breaker. Yeah. Whatever you do, shoot me a shoot me an email with an update and stuff. Put in the subject line something like caller update. Hopefully people won't abuse that uh, and I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep a lookout for it. I hope we gave you enough to uh, to think about here and hopefully something useful. Is there anything else before you go? Um, no, I just love you both of y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for calling. I love you too. Uh, that Absolutely. was an excellent call, Jimmy. Kyle Bot is happy. By the <laughs> way, you look extra dapper tonight. Aww. Dapper. So dapper. you like the straightened dapper. hair, I guess, Kyle Bot. I don't dapper. do straight 
I don't do straight um, very well at all. No. But um, yeah. I think that uh, this is a, a good look for you. Oh, thanks. Um, the uh, uh, the chatter talking about pumpkin flavored things a little bit down in the um, <laughs> and and first of all, I want to reveal the something. So basic. I want to reveal something to all of you that many of you will become shooketh. Uh, liking pumpkin spice lattes does not mean you like pumpkin uh, because there is no pumpkin in the spices. It's literally like what it's the kinds of spices they put into pumpkin to make pumpkin more delicious. Uh, it's not actually pumpkin in it. So it's like nutmeg and cinnamon and I think a couple others. Uh, it's the well, pumpkin there spices. There you go, pissing on people's parade again. Why can't okay. you just let people have it? I'm going to make let it people even have the pumpkin. I'm going to make it even worse. Uh, it, with all of these pumpkins behind me, I will tell you, uh, I like some pumpkin stuff, but even when it comes to pie, if I'm the one picking the pie, I virtually never pick pumpkin. That was a lot of p sounds. P -p I never pick pumpkin. Uh, I, p I never pick pumpkin pie. Would, um, like anybody no, would, though. I think a lot of people love, love this time of year because pumpkin pie is the time. I, I do like pumpkin bread, though, a lot, actually. But pumpkin pie, meh. Meh. Sweet potato pie, pecan, apple, cherry, blueberry. Yeah, um, there's so many in 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 line before pumpkin. I That's love a, I love pecan pie. Uh, I'm not a big yes. apple pie fan. There's something about the texture of apple of the apples in the apple pie that the flavor is fine. I just don't <laughs> much like t apple pie texture. Um, That's because you're communist and not American. I'll tell you, I love dessert pies. I love like peanut butter and chocolate kind of pie things yeah i love i love those um what about chicken pot uh like chicken pot pie yeah yeah sure remember our mutual friend who because of his good christianity he gets all the chicken pot pies he ever wants when because he just tells his wife and and anytime she's ready to take his pumpkin pot pie command what you know who i'm talking about oh yeah no yeah I don't want to name. I don't want to give this person more attention, but uh, uh, we've engaged with him on Twitter. He called in to talk. He then I made a video about his stupid tweets talking about how he's won four hundred debates. It's four hundred to zero. Oh, look, listen. Yeah. I was having a. I was having an amazing night. Yeah. And it just tanked. Yeah. Right there. Look, because we brought him up like this, he is Bad now four hundred and seventy-three and oh. Yeah, that's oh, I the the score has changed a few times, by the way. Um, I'm sure, but that happens on Twitter. I've seen a lot of people <laughs> just <laughs> randomly changing numbers. I don't know, like things that's like four hundred when the numbers to five hundred anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty thousand, sixty thousand, ninety thousand, one hundred twenty thousand. I've seen lots of yeah, numbers moved around. Uh, that's kind of an inside joke here. Uh, let's jump to the next call in the queue, and we will talk to Ray. Ray, no Star Wars spoilers. I don't want to know who your parents really were. I don't want to know if you're the last Skywalker. I'm sure you're tired of that joke. What did you call for? That's actually the first time I've actually heard that joke, so oh, okay. good job. Well, that's and, uh, or me too. original content anyway. here on oh, Mr. Atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Super hard to find it on YouTube nowadays, anyways. <laughs> um, Shade! <laughs> um, anyways, so um, basically, I just like called because of the thing. It was like, while wow, you're still holding on. And essentially, it's just mainly the reason why I do is because of the fact that I still have to go to church. 
Mm. And, like, it's kind of a thing where it's, like, even though I don't listen to it, it still kind of gets inside of your head and inside of your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... It's very true. And, like, it just kind of gets... Yeah, like, it gets lost in a place, and, like, you just kind of, like... It's kind of, like, hypnotism, kind of. I, you know, Hypnosis, yeah. I don't really know how to speak. You're good. Um, yeah. You're good. Can, I ask, can, I ask real, can I ask real quick, Um, what parts do you, like, continue to hold on to? Or which parts affect your life the most? Like, which ones can't you shake? I think just, like, the idea that there's someone you could always depend on and stuff and, like, that God's always going to be there for you or whatever is just kind of, like, something that really appeals to me as a person. Yeah. So not being able to, like, like not actually, I under, like, understanding that isn't a thing is kind of, like, uncomfortable for me. Sure. So, um, a, a few things. First of all, you're right about the hypnosis thing. In fact, this was something that when I first left Mormonism, I realized and I started telling other people, like, hey, just stop going to church for a little bit. Like, if the church is true, it's going to be just as true if you take a month or two off. Something about the, like, it doesn't happen after missing one week. It doesn't usually happen after two weeks. But somewhere in the third or fourth week, maybe even the fifth week, you start to really realize, like, I don't feel worse without my church. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I don't feel like... Uh, and, and then you start to realize, like, when you go back, those days you start to feel crappier because you're like, oh, right. The whole thing is that you gather in what people are calling love, but in reality you just feel a shit ton of guilt because that's, that's what this is, is. It's a cycle of reminding you to, if you have doubts, you're shitty. If you don't feel guilty, you're shitty. And, you know, like, we just need to get you back here so we can, we can get a new uh, wave of guilt into you. And so that, that was something I realized um, early on is, like, the first thing you can do <laughs> to help somebody is convince them to go to church less because it's hard to see the appeal of no church if you're still going. Um, now you said your parents are forcing you to go. Obviously, I'm, I'm not saying this makes any of it your fault, but when you actually have that control yourself and you get to make some of those decisions yourself, I would highly suggest just start skipping, you know, at first, if you feel like you have to still go, skip one a month and then two a month and then take a whole month off. Uh, and you'll start to find like, as you're building community, other places, you're making friends out of there. You're actually listening to other people's experiences. You're learning that these things that uh, in church you just thought were like obviously evil, guaranteed evils. A lot of my political biases stuck with me even, and they even came from church. Like because uh, Mormons, a lot of them, and certainly where we were and growing up in my family are, are, are largely politically conservative. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's something that you, uh, listen, if, if there's a bit of advice, anybody watching right now that's kind of on the fence and, and is really stressed about it that I can give, don't go to church. It's not going, if the church is true, it'll still be true if you decide to go back, but take some time off. And I'm going to give you advice coming from it, that it with the fact that you, you're, you're being forced to go. While you're there, learn everything that you can. Ask questions. Don't waste that opportunity because later on in your life, when you're having these, you know, if you ever get into these kind of conversations where you're, you know, having to explain why you either left faith or why you remained there, 
these you can turn this into something that's extremely valuable. Sit there and take mental notes and ask questions. The the one thing that that will give you the biggest indicator on like what kind of path you're on is how people respond to those questions. So while you're sitting there, use it for good and right. come up with questions to uh, to kind of uh, guide you on your your journey, whether you remain in faith or not. You do have to be cautious with that, though, too, because uh, uh, churches respond to nothing as hostile more than questions, uh, and you do have to be cautious to not set them on guard and make them think you need triple and quadruple church. I mean, in the Mormon church, well, if I had asked every question sure. I wanted to in seminary, they'd be sending me to the bishop, and they'd be basically trying to just brainwash the fuck out of me. But here's my point on that, though. Like, if, if that's the case— then you know. Then that tell, that is a big, huge blinking light right in front of your face. There is no reason why any establishment that claims to to have the truth should be afraid of any kind of questions. And if you are in a situation where they're shying away from that, or they're making you feel some kind of way, then I think that's going to be a yeah. big indication on you needing to kind of maybe adjust when, when you when you're able to. Um, that'll be a good indication of whether you need to stay there or not. Yeah, there's that, and that works when there's an equality of power, but so many times they will just shame you into... I, the, the, the thing that's dangerous is these shame cycles that will compel you to stay even though you don't believe. Are you, are, are you okay over there, Ray? Ray, if, if, if someone's found you out and you need to hang up, totally okay. Oh, I think they did. That's, that's, <laughs> I think that's what actually happened here. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, they, it looks like they had to hang up. Uh, but Ray, hopefully when you watch back and you listen to the advice here, uh, uh, hopefully that's useful for you. I agree. Let asking, go. asking questions is going to be uh, uh, something that's going to help, but do very, very, uh, do be very, very careful because the last thing you want to f- realize is in 10 okay. more years, you asked a bunch of questions and got brainwashed I, and shamed out of them. I love it when we disagree. I'm going to say, fuck that. Ask Ask the daring questions. Dare to ask the questions. I think that that's irresponsible to say with fuck that. I'd say ask questions, but don't, especially uh, uh, if you are a part of a, uh, a part of group that the church isn't crazy about, like women or queer or anything, uh, because the shame cycles that they will have as they bring in your parents, they bring in your family, all these people badger you, you start to cry, then they're offering you these extensions of what seem like emotional affection and not answers. I've just, I grew up in a cult. I know the way these people, I mean, I, these yeah, people I, work. It, and, and challenging them to you, a battle of wits, one, one versus you, the masses, well, n- not well, a good aren't idea. You, aren't you, aren't you in, like in, in, in some ways in that case, giving in, like because of the the fear of the sort of like uh, I guess power that they uh, they seem to project like it, it seems like you would be giving like you're letting them pressure you into not asking the questions that you have and I think that's just that's just wrong. I think you can get the questions answered, but it almost sounds like you're suggesting it's not giving into the power; it's identifying the power they have. And again. This is how cults work. If you, the one person, show doubts. I remember uh, I was just upset about something with my brother. And 
ended up being so mad and saying I hate him and I never want to be around him again and which funny enough as an adult I decided to cut him out of my life too but uh, that that was used to make me feel terribly guilty to make me feel like a piece of shit about myself yeah. this whole religious thing it, we br they brought in church leadership uh, and because of the gossip mill it got I, around so you're talking about you being one I have no doubt there one meek teenager against all of the adults that you're supposed to have trusted and these people being the authority figures in your life I'm just saying you have to be careful because at a certain point if they start to realize you don't believe or you doubt they will uh, uh, like with the word hypnosis over there basically try to badger your brain into and just like with sure. hypnosis hypnosis isn't real you're not under a real spell you you act toward the expectation and the performance because you feel compelled to do so uh, and you're that's the exact thing I that happens but that's assuming that we're 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 talking in, in every aspect about these these cults this could she could be going to a uh, you know your generic run-of-the-mill Methodist Baptist Church that you know will probably just give you some uh, you know print out you know uh, pre pre done answer and not go to the aspects of the shaming aspect I think you you have to I think you're right in, in a sense that you have to understand in what situation that you're in like if you're in a situation where you're going to, you know, potentially lose support of your family and, you know, you depend on them and that's going to put you in an unsafe environment. And, oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely yeah, well, you, have to, you have to not go that route. But It's not only cults, though, that extend those ginormous uh, uh, social consequences. So I agree. Know the environment you're in. I'm not saying don't ask questions. Definitely do information is always good you might be able to find information though on your own without having to risk because most of these people have red, places have red uh, red flags without having to risk red flagging yourself to these religious people that are going to think it is their responsibility to save you from the pit of hell maybe I guess it's all going to come down to the, the type of um, uh, you know the the type of person or the individual that we're, we're talking to, I say there should be no barrier to asking yeah. a question. I, I get the, the social construct, but um, Ideally, it's definitely I hope so. a difficult. Yeah, it's definitely a difficult. All right, let's get, uh, let's get Hannah in here. Hannah, tell, tell Kyle how you disagree with him and I'm right. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to say any of that. Uh, Hannah, what did, what did you want to talk about here? Hi. Um, I actually agree with you um, more, Mr. Atheist, about that. I was, um, I was raised Oops. in a very strict Protestant church, and uh, I asked a lot Leading of questions, and it got me in a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. But, uh, aren't aren't you, I know, I let me ask you this, about. though. Aren't you smarter now, though? Like, aren't, didn't that wake you up to a realization that there is something going on if questions make people react in that way um what happened is that i was socially bullied for it and because yeah. i was raised in a household where like when you did something wrong you were like you know spanked i just like oh mm -hmm. i did something wrong i probably shouldn't do that and it wasn't until years afterwards when i went on my own and asked questions in a more safe environment that i was actually able to break away i wish yeah, i had kind of waited mm. to ask the questions when i was actually in a safe place to ask it 
Well, and, and even oh. if Hannah had said, um, yes, actually, I, you know, from that experience, I learned this and this, and I still, it led to me breaking out, that still wouldn't actually mean that if you could go back and take a different approach where you didn't have to deal with that social fallout, guilt, shame, because those are the things that make, for myself, those were the things making me suicidal all the time. So in, in that scenario where I'm going like, no, 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 by doing it that way, I risked not being alive today. Uh, I, I think even if they, even if Hannah here had said like, uh, uh, for sure, it was like totally worth it. That doesn't mean we wouldn't want to go back and take the approach more, more. Uh, well, I think I should clarify. I think I should, I think I should clarify though. If if you're the type, like if if you're in a situation where you feel like suicidal or you feel like you're going to get um, uh, ganged up on or bullied, then you have to adjust to the situation. I'm just saying as a, as a blanket statement, of course I'm not, if, if this makes you feel in a way that's in any way affecting you negatively, then you, you would be the type of person that didn't take that, that step to ask the questions. But I'm just saying as a general statement, we should be allowed to ask questions. I think we all agree. We should be allowed to ask questions. <laughs> the reality is that often isn't the case. Yeah, we're just gonna pile on you now. No, no more argue. dog. I can't argue there. No more, no more dog. Well, we won't dog pile on Kyle anymore. What was, what was your question? We, hey, I think we already won. I love it. We, love we already it. won. What's the point bring of it. What's the point of me winning right. ninety more times? Go ahead, Hannah. <laughs> All right. Um, the reason for me calling is, as I mentioned, I come. I came from a very strict Protestant home, and one of the things we were taught, like I'm talking, I was like homeschooled for till a later age of my life. We were taught that the only um, the only way we would have a purpose if, is if God was in our life. That God had created us for purpose, on purpose, that type of mentality. And when I eventually broke away, I, I'm now an atheist going on two years now, is that I now felt suddenly stripped of a purpose. And, well, I still haven't gotten rid of that feeling. I still feel like I'm kind of like in a pit of despair. And, of course, I kind of have like a biased view yeah. of this because I have major depressive disorder so that you know puts a bit of a puts a bit of a lens on things but i right. still feel kind of my life has no purpose really that right there is it, no reason for me to continue doing stuff it's it's a hard it's it's part of the scam of religion and it's part of the indoctrination because the biggest lie they're going to teach you it, they're going to approach you like it's not you they're going to come in and say listen you're amazing because you did see this truth and you did find the purpose. But all of these people on the outside, they're miserable, they're chasing their, their sin, they're garbage, bad people. And if you leave that, you become them. And that's the way you internalize it. The beautiful thing, and it's going to take some time, and I promise, I promise, I promise, if you let it take some time and you try and get there, uh, you'll, you'll find it. It's once you acknowledge basically what is, what is, what could be called, I think, universal nihilism, that purpose as in a, a, a why and a drive and a things like that don't intrinsically exist. There isn't an inherent purpose to our life. That means you get to decide what your purpose is. So the difference is when I grew up as a Mormon, I grew up hearing this is what you will do. You will go on a mission. Your purpose is to serve God. Your purpose is to do this. 
I had an identity crisis after I lost my faith, but I also lost the person I was in love with. I, uh, uh, I had an engagement that broke up. There was this huge identity crisis. I was, I was spending literally days at a time in a row just basically in tears trying to figure out like what the fuck am I even doing here? Why am I here? And you get to some really low places and you get to some dark places and you start thinking about about things that uh, uh, seem simpler and seem easier. But I can tell you that once you get past it, once you get through it, I always recommend therapy to people because it can be so useful and it can be so helpful. And you actually find like the fuck you, <laughs> it's kind of a moment of fuck you. I don't care what a bunch of old dudes decided my life should be about fucking 2,000 to 4,000 years ago, and now another old dude is trying to tell me what they meant by all of that. I'm here for me. I live for me. I live for the people I love. I'm here for the people I love, and I'm going to make my purpose surrounding that. So the people I love, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you can see it in my channel. I go to bat fighting for LGBTQA+, or GRSM, the GRSM community, because those are my people. These are the people I love and I care about the most. And the purpose I feel when we succeed, especially at something, but even just in the work, not only with, with success, the purpose I feel doing that, or before I did my channel, as a photographer, the purpose I felt going out and expressing myself artistically, uh, I mean, education and the why and the fact that the fact of the matter is most of these people aren't living the actual religion they they say they believe they're not living it to the t they're not fundamentalists which is a redeeming quality and in reality we're all making our own purpose in life we're all setting our own priorities but you have the privilege and the opportunity to know that to acknowledge it and to say i've decided i want to make my life about this because these are my values these are the people i love and this is what I care about. My purpose is mine. Fuck you, Bronze Age, or whichever ages those whole books were. You didn't know that germs existed. I don't need your advice. And, and I would tag on to that to say that you can't let them take away that important aspect of your life. And I've been where you are and it like you you're touching my you're pulling my heartstrings right now because I have been there where you just kind of feel like once you get through the uh, the belief and you you don't really believe anymore you're kind of left wondering okay well I've spent so much uh, time of my life dedicated to a to this you know entity to this religion to this belief and when you're not in that anymore you just kind of feel lost but the beauty of that moment and this is something that you have to uh, it, it's going to take time and it's not going to be easy but it's something that you are in total control of and that is the exact opposite of what was laid out before in whatever religion that you were a part of that they defined what your purpose was your purpose was to be uh, a, a, a being that worshiped the creator or you know whatever goes along with whatever religion you're part of. But now you get to define what it is that you want to do, what it is that you want your life um, to be. And if you can tune into that purpose and to, to try to align with it, set small goals so that whatever your vision is, um, 
plays out to to that purpose because you can't let them take away that from you and that's what it's designed to do it's designed to be so that once you doubt or you start to kind of pull away it's reminding you well there's no there's not going to be any purpose for you now there's not going to be any future for you now and that's a way to kind of keep you in um i would say this there's a quote and, I, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing now but it says something like the the, the path to our destinations is not uh, always a straight one sometimes we go down the wrong roads we get lost um maybe it doesn't matter which road we embark on but what matters is that we embark so you have to keep doing and even if it's little by little step by step um minute by minute hour by hour you don't have to take big leaps just take it a day at a time and really concentrate on what it is that makes you happy and what it is that you can um use to amplify that in your life and really find your place and there's there are the thing is there's a lot of people that feel exactly like you do and the the beauty of the internet is that you can connect to uh those people whether it be you know um the uh the different communities that you have uh there's all kind of discord servers mine jimmy's you can connect to people that feel exactly how you do and maybe you can work together to try to piece that road back together but you have to continue on that road you can't let them take that away from you and never underestimate the uh the value of a good fuck you cuz that was that got me through a lot of stuff where i was just like having such a problem finding my own identity finding my own self realizing that it was old teachers and old things i had learned and literally having being in a, a place of despair where i decide i want to try and change my mood and i would start it with like a no fuck you my genitals are my own i refuse to feel guilty about this uh, things things like that Hannah do we still have you? Yeah, you still have me. I was just I was just thinking about what you said and uh thank you yeah. so much. I um for some reason it never occurred to me that I could just I don't know choose my purpose. It just never occurred to me, I suppose. You know what's funny um, is that you that control girl. You, know, you, you should Got look this. up look up nihilism because a lot of people think nihilism is all cynical nihilism where it's uh the universe has no purpose so what the fuck ever but there's actually forms of nihilism that is literally the universe has no purpose and that's fucking beautiful because we get to decide uh so i really really recommend look up nihilism and uh, I, there's a specific word that goes before it uh if you go over to the live chat by the time you get there i'm sure people would be like that's called specifically it might have been universal nihilism i can't remember exactly what it is uh i also got distracted because people were asking me about if I like goths and I do. So that was in the uh that was going on in the live chat, but I'm sure people will uh will will uh correct it. But yeah, not, th these are schools of thought. I'm not a particular individual who like goes and studies a bunch of philosophy, but if it's something that's helpful to someone, then uh you might find that it's it's helpful for you. Yeah. Write your own school of thought. All right. Cool. I, um, thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. I don't Thank you. Um I don't think I'm going to have any like big overarching goals for now, but maybe I'll start small like maybe be able to move out somewhere nice. Maybe get a girlfriend one day, who knows. Yeah. I'll, I'll there you it go. Out. For sure. See, so, you got hey, this. listen. You got listen. This. 
Same. I'm, I'm sitting here the same where I'm just like, I'm focusing on my local stuff, my career, my channel, the stuff right now, and hopefully one day I'll get a significant other. You know, maybe. I feel like I keep making jokes about being alone on Twitter, uh, uh, and I think people are starting to like really get worried about me, uh, and I'll be fine, everybody. I, I might have been going through a little stint where I was like, you know, it'd be nice if there was someone else in my studio sometimes, but I'll be fine. I'll be okay. I actually am working on some in-studio collabs, though not with people I'm romantically interested in. Uh, here coming in the near future, I'm finally going to get to introduce you all to somebody that I had mentioned in the past who is themselves uh, a, a uh, trans woman activist who I just like as a person, and, and she's going to begin here doing some shows with me. Uh, there's going to be some great stuff. Uh, one person has suggested that I might have been talking about optimistic nihilism. That doesn't, whatever term I'm thinking of, I know I've heard before, and I don't think that's the one, but it probably would get you there. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much, Hannah. All right, thank you very much for answering my question. Uh, I, I feel that about being alone, but hopefully with time we'll both find someone. Oh, okay. You got Good. this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm, thro I'm right. throwing up more red flags. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Um, I, Kyle, I am curious. How do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about goths? I don't mind, I, I don't mind uh, goths at all. I, with me, like, I have, a, I have a very simple way that I... I deem that I don't like someone, and that is if you're a, a dick or you try to tell someone else who or what they can be. Uh, to me, the the more uh, in, diverse and the more somebody expresses themselves as an individual, the more I love. Because yeah. number one, it, it takes somebody of a strong mindset to deviate away from what's considered normal, and I right. admire that. And two if they're able to do it in a way that is individualistic and um, just, you know, tailored to them, I think that's uh, fantastic. So I think it's uh, absolutely great. I, uh, I actually, along those lines, I feel like you and I both, because we talked about this early on and realized we both had a shift where you and I both, I think, had some, um, not presuppositions, but we were both predisposed, so I guess predispositions, to be very... Um, wary of furries and now I, I i feel like our view on furries while not I being furries them. ourselves yeah has evolved tremendously right. like they're like they're oh, first people. of all they're so nice i actually kind of enjoy yes. when people make me a a, a a persona picture where they're like this is what jimmy would look like if he was like a lion furry Absolutely. i kind of like i kind of love that stuff uh and yeah the same thing you're talking about the fact of the matter is like I think one of my own hangups before that was despite feeling like a very sexually free person, uh, I think in I was internalizing that there were people who were more sexually free than me, and so I just was yeah. suspicious of them. And yeah, I, we, uh, we not have that to all, be, I think, I, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just saying, not that all furries uh, are, are in it for sexual things. There are some that aren't. Um, True. But yeah, I was going to say, I think it, we have to be honest with ourselves in the fact that um, a lot of times when it's something that is like like starkly new or something that is we've never you know uh, thought about or never heard of we have this tendency to um deem it as weird or yeah. strange and the one thing um since i've been doing 
uh, YouTube that has really been beneficial for me. It, like I was the same way. I was that way with furries and bronies. Like it, I, I didn't. It was something that I didn't understand. But through meeting um, these people, they're amazing people. And so, what if they like to uh, dress up in um, in uh, the, the the fur outfits? That's harming no one. And they feel a part of a community, and they're able to express themselves. And I think that is fantastic. So yeah, I. Uh, uh, but back to goths. I I understand that I look like an accountant who bowls. I feel like that. I think that kind of summarizes my body type. Uh, I mean, now I look more like a two thousand year old carpenter. But a drummer. Hey, that works too. Um, uh, I, I understand that that's my. But for some reason, I just have this like, whoo goth emo scene punk all of those things i love artificial hair colors yeah yeah and the question specifically was do i like emo girls it is not restricted at all to girls yourself. but emo or, or, or goth girls or rather uh and to whoever asked i think it was up above uh you don't have to put in the dms you can tag me if you if, if you've got a goth look that you're like i mean i don't care if you send it to my dms too but uh, if you got a goth look that you want to like show off and be like I am goth supreme. You can tag me and I'll, I, you know, if I see it on social media, I'll do my best. Uh, yes, I love, I just, ha I, I, it like hurts me when I see a goth person that I'm just like, oh, you're perfect. And now I'm too frightened to speak to you. Anyway, we'll, uh, we're going to push through these. Uh, we got four more calls, even though we in theory should have been ending the call portion in about five minutes, but uh, we'll get through them and then super chats and call it a night. But uh, a few of the, yeah, these are looking, these are looking good. Um, Ella, I'm actually particularly excited to talk to you, Ella. Also, to let my call screener know, uh, we're not taking new calls anymore, so you can drop off now. Thank you very much for screening calls. Everybody uh, in the live chat, please thank Darchi and all of the other mods who are here, Girlhead, Tardis Chick, and uh, any others that I might have missed because the mods are amazing. Thank you, mods. Thank you, Darchi, for uh, uh, handling the uh, call screening. People, please do express your gratitude and, because they make everything amazing. And I would like to say um, I obviously am having um, some technical issues tonight, so I cannot in, uh, like express that thanks as well in the live chat but thank you mods on uh my channel i love you all and i will read these super chats um tonight on the um the next non-sec show um or uh, we can discuss them in discord later but um i'm having an issue where i can't okay. get to them and be in the call at the same time so um yeah i uh I've got people warning me about the influx of goth photos I'm about to get. Listen, that is not a problem I am worried about having. I embrace it. Uh, apparently, there's just going to be lots coming. Sorry, Ella. Anyway, Ella, what do you think about goths? Goth? Yeah, goths. People, people with the goth look. Are you a goth, Ella? I'm. I'm not a goth. I just don't care how people dress. Cool. Good I, answer. I just, I just love them. I love, I mean, I love everybody, but yeah, I got a special place in my heart. Uh, anyway, Ella, what is, what was your question? Um, first of all, I've been a fan of your channel since before, like before the Pumpkin Saga, and Very I cool. think you're really cool. Thank you. Um, so I'm 14, and I'm 
a lesbian. I figured it out a couple of years ago. Okay. And I'm also questioning my gender identity. But I, li- I used to live in Pennsylvania, and I encountered people who didn't accept that. And then I still do, but less frequently because I live in a more n- northern state now. How, how, how would you, like, how respond to people who, like, constantly just spit out the same argument and just ignore my point and don't even try and, like, talk about, like, my point of view. I want to think for a minute about this before I answer. So, Kyle, I'm going to let you start. I want to give a good... I have a general (laughs) idea of where I want to take this, but I know if I word it poorly, people are going to be mad at me, so I want to get it right. let me be the crude one um, here. I would tell him to fuck off. Like your happiness doesn't um, doesn't hinge on anybody else's opinion of you. And if they can't respect you enough to either listen to you or um, to be respectful to you or to um, accept you for who you are, then fuck them. So, yes, uh, uh, the first thing is going to be. It sounds like what you are talking about are people who are unwilling to listen. And the honest reality to people who are unwilling to listen is that uh, until they're ready to listen, you gotta, you probably are doing more harm to your case by trying to get through to them uh, uh, at times. I mean, there are ways to get through. Things I would suggest if you really wanna try, and these are people you really care about, people you have to see. Um, one thing that I have gotten better at in literally the recent months, uh, and I've, even though I've been recommending it for a long time, ask more questions than you answer. Let them reveal their own ignorance uh, and, and let, them, <laughs> let them realize that they don't know all <sighs> the things. I would highly recommend, even though it's, uh, it's going to teach you more about religious stuff, uh, how to deal with religious people, You'll, un- you'll, you'll figure out ways to apply it to other things. And uh, I would highly recommend you look into street epistemology just in how to deal with people who are claiming to be sure about something that they can't possibly be sure about. I am a person who's wary of street epistemology because it can kind of get a little bit, it can start to feel a little too much like a religion from time to time uh, in the way that it can be implemented in the way it's kind of treated like the ultimate destroyer and it's it's not but uh, I also know people who are amazing people Anthony Magnabosco I would call a friend we're friendly we've had some interactions we can we DM each other every now and then uh, uh, and and he does uh, his channel specifically Anthony Magnabosco just watch him he will go out with a GoPro and he'll set up on a trail like a hiking trail and just if people want to talk to him, he just asks, asks them questions about what they believe. But one of the things that you'll learn is how to ask more questions than you're answering and let people volunteer even. They will volunteer the things they realize they don't know. So if, if you have to be in those environments and if you have to talk to those people that way, let pe- let people reveal their own ignorance when it is a when it's a situation where they're not even listening to you talk they're not and because just consider that kind of person no 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 it's this way it's this way it's this way they're making a lot of assertions but they're not answering a lot of questions so the moment you go okay if it is that way if it is true that sex and gender are the same what are the definitions of each 
why is that the case? Why is blah, blah, blah? Because these are the kinds of questions that I, I get all the time, or these are the kinds of assertions I have to, to fight back against all the time. Uh, and so you just ask, ask the questions where they have to explain in the terms of what they are saying. Uh, so if they're making a scientific claim, they need to justify it scientifically. Uh, uh, then the, you will find that it, it goes a lot further. I'm just happy that Jimmy finally said, ask the questions. Which is really what we've been saying on that. Make sure that, that you ask the questions. I, that's cute that you're trying to pretend it's the same thing. Uh, inaudible. Inaudible. <laughs> Self-destruct. Ella, is that at all helpful? Uh, yes, thank you. And also, hold on. I just want to say <laughs> hello to my friend Bree, who is texting me and wanted me to mention her. Because uh, she was watching some hybrid. I'm going to blow their mind right now. Bree, hello. How are you today? Listen, that thing you did earlier today that you're feeling a little bit guilty about, I don't know, you stole a pencil, something. I, I, whatever that thing is, it's okay. You're still a good person. Learn from the experience. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, Bree. <laughs> As I, I tried to make it weird. It got weird. Uh, thank you very much for calling in, Ella. Thank you for accepting the call. I'm literally shaking. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. No worries. Have a good night. All right. We're going to go to... <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, I don't have a name, so from the 248 area code, what did you want to ask? Hi, uh, I want to speak to... You're, you're breaking out really terribly. I, I can't, I mean, I'm not even getting every other word. Do you think you could maybe move around? Yeah. Um, how long did it take to make that AI? The Kyle AI? Yeah. Um, I started the day I met Kyle. Uh, it is, it's, it was very difficult to build. Uh, it took a lot of, um, here's the thing. Every time you think you've gotten the contrarian program down, it has to one-up you by being contrary to the contrarian program. So perfecting the contrary nature of Kyle for the Kyle AI that has been speaking this whole time, it's almost a paradox because its natural reaction to its programming is contrarian. Uh, and, you know, we'll still get there. We'll, it, it, it's not perfect yet, but it was ready for debut today. Okay. Uh, no, Kyle actually hasn't been on the internet in eight months, but people don't know that. Kyle left everything eight months ago. I've been running this AI as a test. It's kind of been my own Turing test. Isn't that right, Kyle Bot? Nothing, Kyle Bot? I, I think Kyle Bot shut down. Do uh, I step up your game, bitch? There we go. That, that's Kyle Bot. <laughs> Very sitcom. -y. <laughs> thank, thank you for calling it. I read the note of what you were going to ask, and I decided I wanted to take it. Yeah, cue laugh track. Uh, 
I need one of those. Any uh, any other question you had, or just about the AI? Uh, just about the AI. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. All right. Um, Christine wants to piggyback off of uh, off of Ray's call. And Christine, Are you able to hear me, Jimmy? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay. Christine, uh, oh, hi. Uh, uh, I, I, I appreciate the call. Let's not go too um, aggressively in once again dogpiling on Kyle. Uh, you know, keep it oh, clean, it. keep it cool. Yeah. Kyle bring wants it. it. Never mind. Go full out. Take it down. Bring it. Um, I think that it's honestly a shame, especially, um, you know, I live in South Carolina, and one thing that you really see in a lot of churches is people aren't educated from the ground up with Christianity, and it's honestly a shame whenever you are somebody who does ask questions, because sometimes it's not even people shaming, it's that people genuinely don't know, and it's yeah. sort of, it really, I agree. really does stink for them, yeah. Um, and I, agree. I I know like I the, I know we I, I watched your channel for gosh I think I actually found you this summer um, so it hasn't been very long but I do actually appreciate like a lot of the questions that you ask and a lot of the stuff that you do because um, even though I, I am still a Christian I think that it, it's good to question and it's good to like, that's one thing that I hate is not being allowed to question and not being allowed to say, this is why I believe what I believe. And I actually really appreciate the way that you defend other people and other people's beliefs and other people's rights to question. And I, I don't know. Sure. I just really wanted to say that. Like, oh. I, I really wanted to say a, a big thank you to you for that. All the night. Uh, All the night. I, so here's what, here's what I want to ask, uh, and, and I promise I'm not setting you up for a big fighter debate or anything like that. I, uh, I, ideally, if this call goes perfectly, you'll have more to think about after, and I'll have more to think about after. Uh, what is it about Christianity that holds you in believing it's true? I'm probably going to sound like such a stereotypical person, um, so I, I apologize. Honestly, I, I really did have a period where I, qu I questioned for quite a while because I, I didn't see any evidence of it. I, I, a lot of what people were saying just sounded like complete and utter gibberish. But I had, because I, I was actually suicidal for a while, and it's something that I'm still struggling with actually being a college student and, and the workload and everything. And I, I honestly... Um, I, I had experiences that I wasn't able to ignore, I suppose. I suppose it could be so, someone else that might not be religious could say, oh, these are just um, these are just things that, coincidences or things that happen. But I had people surrounding me, and I had actual, like, I had a weird experience that I can't really I explain. Um, like, I I was very close, and I, I, I don't want to get into explicit details because it, you, it is you don't have to because my 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 response whatever the if, if the details are very like uh private to you and they feel very personal my response to you is probably going to be the same anyway uh, so you don't have to get into to anything you feel uncomfortable sharing i i encourage you to share as much as you're comfortable with but you don't have to share anything beyond that that line 
Of course, and I, I definitely appreciate that. That is one thing that I actually, I actually really appreciate about your channel. And um, like, you defending God is gray is something that I really appreciate as well. Um, Girl defined definitely not not my cup of tea at all. Yeah, just terrible. But um, um, right. But anyway, I'm so sorry I got off topic. But genuinely for me, and I know that I probably sound so stereotypical. It was it was things that I couldn't ignore, and how. I can't remember if it was it was Ray or, or the person after her that she said she finally found purpose outside of religion. I I genuinely did quit church and I, I quit being involved with with any sort of God for a while and I was not at peace. I was not I, I couldn't I couldn't it wasn't even the fact that it had been something that was routine because I broke that. I wasn't going right. to church for months. It was it was experiences that brought me back and, and not even my parents, it was other people in my life that really didn't have to be there for me and were, and were there for me in a way that it wasn't shameful. And sure. I, I suppose my experience isn't the same as everybody else's. And I, I admit that. And I hate that the church has had such a history with, with shame and, and especially like, Oh, I can't even name half the terrible things the church has done. Like, it's right. awful, and I, I, hate, I hate that for a lot of people. I so, I understand that my experience with the church is not like everybody else's. Let me ask you a couple of questions here. Um, so you are part of a Christian religion, yeah? Oh, yes, sir. Would you agree that if your Christianity is correct, that it would make other religions not correct, like Islam or Hinduism? Uh, that that for yours to be correct, it would exclusively be your religion that was correct. That's really interesting. See, I think personally, I I don't like to think that way, but I suppose that is that is sort of a thing. I believe that people are entitled to believe what they're going to. Oh, like, sure, and I, I, be I'm not gonna... I believe that too. For the record, I believe oh, everybody. I Everyone gets to believe, but as just a matter of fact, uh, uh, just the way reality would work, if your religion is true, it can't be that your religion is true and Hinduism, for example, or Islam, or uh, could also be true, is, is, the, is the core question here. Uh, because I totally, totally agree. Everyone is entitled to believe whatever they want, as long as they're not harming other people uh, with those beliefs. Mm-hmm. But I, I suppose I would have to agree with you there, and I know you've probably, you've probably got another argument. Honestly, I'm, I'm not as schooled in debate as you, so I, I, will, no, no, admit, no. I will admit this there. So. This, this isn't debate. This is my line of questioning that is just meant to make you think, and it's not going to be to embarrass you, or I'm not leading you to like a, oh, Jimmy schooled uh, uh, Christine. It's none of that. I, 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 so the next question I have then is, uh, I have met personally Hindus, I have met Muslims, I have met Mormons, I have met uh, people from tons of different sects of Christianity, I've met Buddhists who all tell me that the reason why they're religious is that they took some time off of it or they, they went away, they decided to consider it. Some of them will even make the claim, I had gone full-blown atheist. And then they had a series of experiences that were very, very spiritual 
And essentially, with, with, the, with the strongest cases, they'll say, and God told me, go back, because that church is true, or that mosque is teaching the truth, mm -hmm. or, or whatever the equivalent is. Go back to temple, go back to whatever. And uh, their experiences, when they tell the story, you think, wow, if I had that experience, that would be extremely significant. But because none of these religions can be true at the same time, they can't all be. They can all be wrong, and one could be true. So the question is, if the options are only one of these is correct, and now we'll add yours to the pile, if, if of all the ones I've met so far, one of them can be correct, or none of them can be correct, by what process should I go about to find out whether or not your experience, which sounds very similar to their experience, validates your religion, or is it things like confirmation bias and just validating what you were told to expect and, and wasn't, I mean, we, d we don't even have to go that deep. If all of you have had these significant spiritual experiences that tell you that all of your religions are true, but the religions can't all themselves be true at the same time, by what process do we figure out who is wrong about their spiritual experiences? That's quite interesting. That is actually, you made me really like. That makes me really think a lot. Um, honestly, I believe that God can, and, and this is not a popular Christian belief by any means. I believe that God can speak to people in different ways. I believe that maybe not everybody's meant to believe the same sect of Christianity or even the same religion that I am. And people are led to where they're supposed to be. If somebody, if somebody is meant to be Hindu or Buddhist or Muslim or, or, or Islamic, I'm so sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a terminology. No, you're fine. Bit off. You're fine. If, I believe if that's where they're supposed to be, in I, I hate saying the grand scheme of things. That's just so cliched. But um, if that's where they're meant to be and that's where they feel like God or, or whomever is leading them, then I, I'm not here to tell them otherwise. So for, by for me Christian, real quick, because I need clarification on that. By Christian, do you simply mean that you accept Christ to be a really significant prophet? Because what you've just described is, uh, it sounds like a beautiful sentiment. I don't believe it's true, but I could handle living with, in a world of people that are that compassionate. However, you couldn't really claim you believe in the Bible and believe what you just said. Because you know the Bible is, the, the Bible invented the word infidel, not the Quran. The Bible talks about how to treat people who don't believe. The Bible talks about being exclusive truth and taking that truth to others. Um, so is your Christianity a pure living by a Christ philosophy or is it an acceptance of the Bible as, as, a, as a reality for uh, a history book? Oh, I by no means, um, I by no means believe my Christianity to be pure. My my theology is by no means a hundred percent valid or anything. I, I personally, but is the Bible I, true? I still have a lot of things. I do believe that the Bible was God inspired, but I do think that there are ways that humans tend to corrupt the Bible because if the Bible is God inspired, it goes through people, obviously, and I. I know that this is going to bring around another subject debate that, like, if the, how can we believe anything that the Bible does say? And well, I'm actually, um, let, because let's I really more... want to learn a little bit more about this, I'm actually taking a hermeneutics class at my college just Good. to, I, I want to know more about why people think the Bible is true and, and things yeah. like that. 
Let me ask you, can we get to something real, like one of the real basics of the Bible? Is the ten, are the Ten Commandments true? Did God inspire those? Uh, okay, so... So how can a person have God's purpose to be a Hindu? How can it be a per, uh, God's purpose for a person to be a Hindu if that violates the first and most important commandment, thou shalt have no other gods before me? Honestly, ah, I hear the thinking. I'm, that, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad no, you're thinking. Actually, something I really, I really do appreciate because you're actually getting me to question. I, I love that. Um, let me think. <laughs> you've given you've given me a lot to think about. Um, I think that I I wish that. It, can I can I, I make a suggestion? Yes. The question I have asked, if you, if you haven't already researched it yourself, is certainly going to take research. So maybe research and do the same thing I suggested earlier. Put, send me an email in the subject line, type call or follow up. Uh, and if you want to have this conversation continued in another call on air, or if you want to talk, email back and forth off air, I'd be happy to continue this conversation with you. I just want to make sure we get to this last caller here and not, not take everybody's time all night long. But uh, I, I, I think that um, if, if you think you're ready with an answer, happy to take it. But if you want to take more time to research, this is not a condescending thing at all. It, some, some questions take the research. And I'd rather, <clears throat> I'd rather you feel like, you know what, I want to give you the answer when I'm ready than, shit, I gave it too quickly and now I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't want, I don't want to set you up for that. No, I actually really appreciate that. And I think I actually will take you up on that. Um, okay. I want to do some more research and I want to make sure that what I'm believing is not, in fact, built on nothing. So I, I really appreciate that. I think I'll, I'll leave now and leave the rest of the time to the other callers. Just thank you so much for everything. And I actually do really appreciate your channel. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I, I, I very, very much appreciate the call and I'm glad we could have such a, uh, a peaceful back and forth. So thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what time it is where you are, but it, it's night for me. So I guess I'll tell you uh, good night, afternoon, morning, whatever. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So someone's asking in the live chat about how, uh, why it is that maybe each religion just has a piece of the truth. And the problem is, is that religions have contradictory truth. So if you're saying that one little piece is true, but the rest isn't true, but the one piece God gave them, first of all, you're talking about a God of chaos, which I'm, you know, cool. Let's have a, t let's have a conversation about the God of the universe being Loki. I kind of am into that idea. Uh, not literally, I don't believe that. Uh, but regarding, uh, they are, the claims made are, are, are um, uh, they would terminate each other. Uh, uh, they, there are things about in certain religions you can't believe X and another religion will believe X or certain religions that call out other religions as if we're true one of our claims is these aren't true Mormonism is that very much that way they believe Christians for example have some of the truth of Christianity but the only religion that has the full uh, truth is Mormonism and therefore anybody saying they have the priesthood like the Pope is actually acting without zero authority. But, and then the Catholics say, no, the Pope has all priesthood authority. These are contradictory. They're self-eliminating. If you're saying that everything is in pieces, then you're just talking about 
uh, a God that is chaotic. So then the question becomes, if you're saying all of them are correct because they all have a little piece, how do we go about identifying the piece that is correct and which pieces aren't? We need an objective system, a system that is as revealing as when someone makes the claim the stove is hot and you test it by putting your hand near or straight up touching it. So that's my response to that. Uh, uh, <clears throat> what did, uh, Kyle, Kyle, are you still around? Uh, I think so. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Well, let's take our last call of the night here, and then we will do Super Chats. People, don't leave. For the Super Chat portion, there's often more questions. There's often more thing. Uh, you know, don't... Uh, that part's good, but for now, we're going to get to this last call. Stephanie, you are on the air. Tell us about what you want to talk Hello. about. Hi. Um, okay, so it's a little wild, um, but I was a Christian growing up, and I found, you know, the Christian church. It was a uh, Pentecostal church, um, the same time that I found witchcraft. Yay. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. So, and it was also, you know, around the time that I discovered I was bisexual. It was a very fun time, middle school. Okay. Um, uh, so I guess now that uh, I've walked away from the church and being Christian, and I've just fully embraced this whole witchcraft side of my life, there's a lot of witches with deities, and there's absolutely no real pressure to have a deity. I just feel like there is one, because... So many people have a deity, and because I had been in church for so long, I kind of feel weird not having a deity. Or if I claim a deity, knowing that I don't really believe it's true, and just thinking that it's like an idea that I like. And you yeah. cast a spell and make like your Jimmy a deity. Well, for the record, like I don't want to. Uh, uh, I already am aware that. For, for a lot of witches, it's not as though they're talking about being Sabrina, the teenage witch. They're talking about basically focusing mental energy. And to tell you the truth, I think a lot of the reason uh, why people believe that it is, that it joke. works, is similar to why... No, 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 I'm not calling you out or anything. I'm, I, I'm just go, I just want to go down my witchcraft hole now. Uh, uh, the reason why they think it works, personally, I believe that it's the similar thing that makes people believe the law of attraction works or prayer in general uh, this thing called confirmation bias, which we could go lengthy into. Now, are you saying you believe there is a deity? You just don't know who it is and who, like, how to identify it? Is that, um, is that what you're saying? Well, no, it's kind of like, like, I don't really think that there are any, but if I were to claim them and like say that I worked with a deity just because they represent something that I care about. Like if yeah. I were to say, oh, I claim, I don't know, um, Tara, because marriage is a really important thing in my life. I love my marriage. Then that's kind of like fake. That's like hella fake. But right. then I could like open up the whole side and I just, I don't know. I feel very conflicted about it. <laughs> I will say one thing I've, I found I like a lot about a lot of pagans, it's not all of them, but it's a lot of them, a lot of pagans, a lot of witches. I don't mean to use the word pagan if that's offensive to what you are, uh, uh, but so, okay, more broadly, uh, uh, witches, pagans, uh, uh, people who uh, practice, wi uh, who are Wiccan, uh, heathens, like my friend uh, Ocean. One of the things I love about 
them and where I find their spiritual beliefs significantly more palatable. It doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to debate. And, you know, I'd probably give you a similar line of questions to how I gave the last caller. How do we figure out if it's true or not, if this is a faith-based belief? But one of the things I really like about uh, these, these people I've met so far is they are very clear that their claims are belief claims and not knowledge claims. So like with Mormons, Mormons will say, I know Joseph Smith was a prophet. Whereas someone like uh, Ocean will say, I say a prayer to Odin, or maybe that's a bad way to word it, and he'll probably lecture me for it later. But he doesn't claim that, that he has knowledge that Odin hears it, and he's entirely open to uh, uh, not being right about any of it, but his experience in practicing it has been significant to him. The community has been significant. Uh, and um, so that's... That's what I, I very much like about, uh, if you don't make a knowledge claim, it's going to be so long before I feel like it's a priority. Like, I'd have to get through all of the religions that do before I was like, all right, now, you friggin' Wiccans. Fricka Wicca. That's, that's my <laughs> new, uh, that's actually my new band. It's also the sound of a, uh, of a record being, Fricka Wicca Wicca. Okay, that was terrible, a terrible joke, and that's Kyle. Like another thing is because... Wicca is like it's whole a whole religion in it of itself, yeah. And there's like this whole like thing where you don't have to be Wiccan to be a witch, and you not all witches are Wiccan. But then like as you get into more witches and like meeting more witches, they're all like, oh, like I worship the Norse gods or I worship the Greek gods, and I'm just kind of like, yikes, I don't know, do yeah. I, What do I do? <laughs> I feel yeah. I like I said, I I would still have the same questions. At the end of the day, I'm not a fan of faith uh, a, across the board. And so even when people like, I love God is gray, uh, uh, to, to absolute smithereens, I love God is gray. But one of the conversations we have is exclusively about faith, and, and I've explained to her and many others, the reason why I want to find out, even though your religion and the way you express it is palatable, and I'd, ha I'd happily live in a world filled with people like you, uh, uh, at the end of the day, if it's still based on faith, and it turns out across the board that faith is not a valid way to get to truth, then you still have the same bedrock as people with really radical ideas. So if we can eliminate faith-based belief, we can, we can eliminate radicalism. So if someone can demonstrate to me that faith actually can get you to truth, uh, and, and that it is the method you get to truth, not just by being lucky like a broken clock, that would change my perspective on it. But so far, it seems that anything can be believed on faith. Therefore, faith is not a method that people can believe. So that would be the deeper conversation I'd want to have. I'm not going to scrutinize you or your beliefs. You sound like a friggin' super nice person. And I knew that from the very moment you said, uh, uh, the way you said, hi, but uh, Kyle, you're here too. Do you have, oh. Ky Kyle, do you have questions? Or I, Kyle, honestly, I forgot because your picture is still. This is... This is worse than normal. I often well, talk I, too much, but yeah. The thing is, like, my connection's going in. Like, I'm, I'm getting, like, half of, I got half of what was said there. But yeah. all I'm going to say is that um, I have faith that you will come to your own truth in this situation. See, and then that's a muddying of the term because the word faith traditionally has a spiritual meaning and in fact uh, for Christians specifically and this is what's been adopted essentially across the board it's Hebrews 11.1 which is look faith is confident you, in you what call we me hope contrarian for. I have to play the role Jimmy 
I got you. I know. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, faith is what we, is confidence in what we hope for and assurance, which is the, the really important and troubling word, assurance about what we do not see. And when you take that into context of when the Bible is written, things you don't see aren't just germs. I don't have faith germs exist. In their world, all forces that were invisible forces were spiritual, supernatural forces. And so that's... Well, I have faith that you're, you're correct about this, Jimmy. Thank you. I'm glad. I, uh, uh, what a useless thing that faith you have in me is. Why not just have confidence because based on evidence? It. Because um, you didn't program me for confidence. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, Stephanie, anything you wanted to add before you go? Anything I said that I didn't realize I was being douchey about? Let me know. Uh, no, you were fine. Everything was good. I think that it's honestly just kind of like leftover Christian guilt of being used to having like, you know, you got a friend in Jesus and he's always with you and like not believing in that anymore and wanting that like constant friend all the time still. I think that's all that it is. I think it's just leftover. Now, what would you think of an eight hour loop of me just going, fricka, wicka, wicka, fricka, wicka, wicka, fricka, wicka, wicka. Would that, (laughs) would that be something you'd be interested in? Would you pay 99 cents? Oh it would my be goodness. my alarm in the morning. <laughs> let, me, let me get a solid 15 seconds of it so people can record that real quick. I can't even do it. Y'all, that's all you have for the alarm. Thank you so much for calling, Stephanie. That was, that was fun. Thank you. Bye. All right, we'll, uh, we'll move into. So last chance over on my channel right now because Kyle's channel, it, it, I, I think he's going to do his super chats on the Discord call he does after this. Um, and uh, uh, so if you want those, you can send those over there. If you want it read on air now, you want the question answered, uh, you can definitely call me or you can definitely send a super chat right now and it will be read out. And, and, and this is my, this is my like, uh, y'all, this studio is expensive. Let's pay for it. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, Eli McPherson, have have you ever seen any Uber evangelism? My driver the other day tried to convert me. Oh, Uber, like the, the, uh, the, the, the people, uh, like the drivers, like the car service. Um, Kyle, do you Uber or Lyft much? Kyle, did we lose you again? Uh, we, I think we lost Kyle. He might be back. I, um, so I haven't had... Uh, I had a taxi ride a couple years ago where one of the guys was actually talking to me about Islam. Uh, The closest to that I would have actually is using one of the Lyft scooters. Yep, I'm that guy. Uh, Using one of the Lyft scooters downtown in Denver. Uh, And uh, there are these people who look like, they look like Tibetan monks. Uh, And they walk around with these bracelets and they like get in your way and try to put the bracelet on your hand and then they put it on your wrist and then they they show you a price chart and tell you how much money to give them. And then you just, I just took it off and handed it back. Uh, But yeah, that uh, that was the closest I had. Uh, That is unfortunate. And to tell you the truth, I hope you gave them one star because that's inappropriate. I, I hate this part of me because I don't want anyone to think I'm like snobby. But to tell you the truth, I don't, one of the things I, reasons I don't take car services is because I don't want to be talked to by a stranger. Uh, and it's not like I don't think they're below me. It's literally, I don't, I don't accept rides from friends sometimes for the same reason. It's such a socially anxious thing. Like, I, and I, I feel like you feel rude. Uh, they think you're rude if you leave your headphones in or something. Uh, and I would probably double tip a person 
if, they, if the first question they ask is like, hey, would you like a silent trip or a buddy? And if I got to say, ooh, can I have a silent trip? I would, <laughs> I would double tip that person. Uh, that, would be, uh, that, would be, that would be perfect. Uh, let's see. Kyle, did you make it back? Let's, did he message me? Rebooting browser crashed. Okay, he'll be back. Um, by the way, I am going to be looking at my, uh, I'll be looking at my social media, my DMs, all those things, uh, Instagram and Twitter for people tagging me in goth pics because I just love me some goths. Uh, if, if you weren't watching earlier, I feel like that came out as like a really kind of like sexual thing and it, it wasn't, it's, 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 I presume I'd be tagged in, uh, in very pl uh, platonic, not the word I was looking for. Things that you can put on Twitter. Oh, you can post anything on Twitter, can't you? Anyway, <laughs> let's just move on. Uh, Saber8M says, the AI is doing pretty good. I can't stay long, though. Saber8M, you are missed. Um, let's see. I don't... Okay, so Rachel asked, did you hear about McRae game? Love the show. And I thought this was about a person I know whose last name is McRae, but it says McCray. I don't know what that is. I presume you're not talking about the same thing. Maybe you are and you're being cheeky. I don't know. Uh, but uh, thank you. Love the show. I, I love this show too. The Clyde 950 says, have some money. Kathleen said, thank you, Clyde. I'll take it. Uh, Kathleen, your content was a gateway to my becoming a more open-minded, better person. I can't thank you enough. Kathleen, you did the work. I'm really, really glad I could be a part of your journey, but don't... Thank yourself. Thank yourself first. Um, let's see here. I, I'm waiting for Kyle to get back for some of these questions because I, I want his... Um, uh, I want his input on some of these, but I don't know if he's going to make it back in. He said his computer was rebooting. Do you think Trump will have his own Godwin's law? As in people will compare him to Trump? Yeah, I do. Because Trump is, uh, I talked to my dad about this. Like my dad was talking about like, you know, he's just going to be an embarrassing blip for conservatives and years from now we'll look back. And I'm like, no, you don't get that. He has the highest approval rating of like any Republican president ever. Uh, like you all have embraced him and said, this is our guy and treated him like a god. Frankly, I think Donald Trump is their new Reagan. I think, they, I think that Republicans in the future will be held to the standard of how Trump-esque is he. I hope that's not the case, but I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, also, I think that there are lots of legitimate, as far as Godwin's law goes, I think there's actually lots of legitimate reasons to compare Donald Trump to Hitler, but that's just me personally. Uh, Lindsay says, love y'all's show. This has helped me so much. Due to purity culture, I've been struggling with self-worth for years. I still struggle with things like accepting affection from partners. Any advice on moving past this? Therapy, honestly, I don't want to, I, I feel like a lot of people would say like, you know, just push through it and just do it and all of that. Oh, let me hang up this Skype call because that's just adding noise to this that doesn't need to be there. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would, would just tell you like, you just have to, you just have to put up with it and deal with it. Uh, I would recommend having an actual plan and setting up and, and uh, I, yeah, I will tell you, I'm an extremely affectionate person and um, uh, that, this is actually why I talk about like open communication, making sure you're compatible with a partner because I would have a hard time having a partner who couldn't accept my affection. Uh, basically my my forms of exception, I love making out, <laughs> not, not like 
like like good kissing, not like tongue, not too much tongue, just little bits of introduction. I love kissing. I, I love uh, uh, in private. I, I'm not a big fan of PDA, but you know, even little things like little touches. I love when a person's walking behind me and they just like trail their finger along my shoulders or something as they walk by, literally just to say like. I'm going about my day, but I want you to understand that I know you're in my space. And then my other form of affection is that I'm, I'm very much a gift giver. Um, let's see. I accidentally lost the space here. Corrupted Rhapsody says, I hope this doesn't make me seem impatient, but I was curious as to how often you read emails. I sent one to you, and I've been overly anxious since. So I tried it. The, the honest truth is, if it's really important, send it again because I get hundreds a week. So how often do I check? I probably read a few emails every day. Uh, beyond, between all of my email accounts, between all of my DM accounts, Twitter, Instagram, uh, uh, even the Facebook uh, page that I totally neglect, uh, uh, DMs on Discord, I get hundreds to thousands of messages hundreds at least a week, and it's thousands a month. Uh, and so some things just fall under, um, fund, fall uh, off of the, off the radar. Um, so that's, that's the honest answer. I do try to, uh, I do try to answer as many as I can, but it takes a whole lot. Um, let's see here. Shoot, I lost it. Uh, Dr. Professor, Mr. Dr. Professor Patrick says, three years ago, a man started following me and my boyfriend. He called us faggot, confronted us twice. He came to us again. I pushed him and he punched me. We had a short fight. What can I do about it? This was in Rio, Brazil. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know because I don't know what the laws are there. Um, I, I, w if you can report it to the police, I know that things are getting extremely, extremely conservative there. I would definitely recommend handling it by talking about it, finding communities, talking about it in communities if you have therapy, because that does leave a thing uh, with, with you. I have been in fist fights myself over essentially the exact same thing. Uh, it's been a little while since the last one. There was also an instance where um, my roommate and I, not, not, my, not my boyfriend, my roommate and I, were walking in downtown Denver. This was actually a couple, maybe a year ago, a couple years ago, in the same place I was actually at a convention just a couple weeks ago, same hotel. And we were walking out. We were standing next to each other and laughing about something. And this guy, clearly drunk, starts marching toward us. And then he puts his shoulders up like this, leans forward, and tries to plow through us. And we just pretty simply sidestepped because we weren't drunk and he wasn't going as fast as he thought he was going. Uh, and he, after he got past us, looked back and said, watch out baggots, which first of all, I don't know how he clocked me because I am queer, but second, but my roommate is not. Uh, and, and I was ready. I was ready to throw down. Uh, but you know, I always let them take, the, I, I'm, I'm anti-violence. Somebody takes a swing at me though. I'm 6'2 and now I'm 230 pounds. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I don't condone violence. However, if somebody attacks you and you can defend yourself, you absolutely should. Sony Q93, oh, and I mean, try, I feel like that had the implication of if you can't defend yourself, don't. I mean, in that scenario, scream. Uh, apparently my Windows was trying to force install an update, so depending on where you are, I may need a new link here in a sec. Okay, uh, Kyle's, uh, Kyle's trying to get in. Um, 
Sonic 93 or Sonic 93 or Sony Q93. Hey, Jimmy, just wanted to know your opinion on the human rights campaign. Unless you're saying that something controversial happened, uh, I like them. They're a big uh, LGBTQ plus uh, human rights advocacy group. But I, if, if something controversial happens, I don't, I don't have an opinion uh, on that. I know that they've been reporting on the, um, the death of trans people in America this year, and I think that's also something that's important because more people need to know about that. Equestrium wrote, please give my best to your beautiful, precious doggo. I love her so much. I love Sammy so much, too. She is beautiful and precious and wonderful. Angel and saint worship equals polytheistic Catholics. Um, it's an interesting conversation and question to have, and kind of, yeah. And, and I'm actually going to be having this discussion about Mormonism, uh, because Mormonism, uh, Mormons are polytheistic, but they claim not to be. Uh, they say they're monotheistic because they believe in God, but there's a Godhead, and that has Jesus and the Holy Ghost. But they also believe that God had, another, had his own God, and that there are multiple gods in existence. And there's lots of polytheistic religions that have the same claim. We have the, we have the one God that's the one that's actually important to us, uh, but we acknowledge the existence of many other gods, and that still qualifies as polytheistic. Uh, Meredith Richardson, an impression of Stewie singing part of Lizzo's Boys. I don't know that song, so um, I could do um, White shirt, now red, my bloody nerve creeping. You're on your tippy toe, thinking around like no one knew. Think you're so criminal. That's that's the best I could do. I don't know what Lizzo the Boys is, but I'll do I'll do bad guy by by Billie Eilish. You know, I don't think this is actually my best day. I haven't, haven't been practicing this impression much lately. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's the one you got. Uh, I was thinking about, I, I, on Instagram one day, I almost did uh, Bad Guy as if it was saying by Josh Groban, something like, So you're a tough guy, like it really rough guy. But I got nervous and didn't. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um... I think it's hilarious that you have opened my third eye, even if you don't believe that. Wait, neither do I. Um, what do I be, believe, love? Uh, I don't believe in the third eye uh, uh, either. I do believe that people can achieve a certain level of not spiritual, but sort of a heightened sense of empathy and awareness and uh, situational awareness, uh, environmental awareness, and that, that can feel like you've been enlightened, and I think that's what a lot of people are experiencing. What is your favorite book? So usually I, a I answer the book, Nothing to Envy. It's basically love stories out of, uh, it, it sounds really corny coming from me, but it's basically love stories out of North Korea, uh, but I think lately it's actually 1984. A Alexandra de Freitas, who I think was my goth friend from earlier, wrote, Fricka Wicka Wicka. Well, they wrote Fricka Wicka. Uh, Hannah Clara says, the witchy caller could look at naturalistic paganism, encompasses ritual and spells and pantheons without requiring belief in the supernatural. That's very interesting. I think I'd want to know more about that as well. Um, let's see. Johan <laughs> Roderick, Godzilla, that was for Dinobotful. I don't know what that means at all. Hannah Monahan says, Thank you for helping me on the call. Any ideas to get my mom trying to use essential oils and God to cure depression? Thank you. Ask her to find a single study <laughs> that is peer-reviewed that suggests that uh, uh, can, can cure anything, let alone depression. Um, and 
I would impress upon her the seriousness of if she insists on this and it doesn't work. And I'd say try the same thing, uh, learn how to ask the questions by watching street epistemology videos. P.S. Our chat is cooler, non-sec. That was from U.S. Uh, Johan Roderick, trying to recruit. Uh, Camper Girl, want to thank you for your channel and videos. Kyle, did we ever get you back? Nope. Um, Rachel, McRae Conversion Therapy founder came out as gay. Okay, a lot of people have been telling me about that. That's what you were talking about earlier. I still need to research it. I will definitely report on it soon. Uh, probably on my other channel, but maybe on, on the main one. Um, if you don't know, my other channel is called, uh, what is my other channel called? Jimmy Snow, What Do You Know? Um, Yuhan says, JK, Jimmy's chat is rad. I appreciate that. Camper Girl, I want to thank you for your channel and your videos. Thank you. Eli McPherson, I just moved from Colorado and had to give up my car. I missed Denver. I live in Colorado now, so you left a lot of cool stuff behind. Uh, I'm not trying to rub it in. Mike Mick wrote, I meant the longer convo is he will be in it. Okay. I think I missed the context of when you wrote that. Uh, Corrupted Rhapsody, would it be horrible of me to ask if you could read it on air if I resent, if I resent the email? Is there a better way to send a large message? So I'm not going to promise that I'm going to read anything on air. Uh, if, if there are things I do decide to read on air, but I, I certainly, it wouldn't be right of me to promise ahead of time because I don't know necessarily what it is. Uh, would it be hard? Now, if, you're, if it's a typo and you're asking me uh, if it's horrible for you to ask me not to read it on air, that's totally fine. But I definitely don't promise ahead of time uh, that I'm going to read things on air. Johan Roderick, hashtag I stand with Rachel Oates. So do I. And uh, more will come regarding that. Um, but uh, while on the topic, uh, abuse isn't cool. And, and bullying is not cool. And I don't really care who you are and, or what you stand for uh, unless you are literally talking about like actual war, <laughs> I can't think of a time uh, where bullying is cool, cool, especially bullying somebody who is begging to be left alone. Uh, and and yeah, so uh, Rachel Oates is a friend of mine, somebody I love and care about very much. Uh, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to rehash at this moment what happened recently, but there will be some information uh, accessible to all here in the near future. Uh, but basically, she was bullied by somebody she shouldn't have been bullied by, somebody who is an activist on the same side as me on an issue, but has just taken things f absolutely too far. Um, but again, we'll talk about that more lately, and I'm positive though <laughs> the person will probably make an entire episode about this tiny little thing I've just said. Uh, Multicolor Pixie wrote, can I get a happy birthday, please? I, first of like such a happy birthday. Uh, uh, first of all, September. What a nice time to have a birthday. Weather's often good, at least if you're in the United States. Uh, I love your hair. And seriously, to the happiest, happiest of birthdays. All right. Thank you all so much for coming, for joining. I extend to you a very fond farewell from myself and Kyle, who did not make it back in time. But that's okay. I am looking forward to seeing all of the uh, uh, goths on Twitter and Instagram should be a very exciting time uh, and I'm probably going to I have a big day tomorrow as far as what I'm going to be recording and filming it'll be something a lot of people won't care about it's going to be responding to some stuff that needs to be responded to it'll probably come out tomorrow this won't be one that I there's a reason why I'm not going to send it to patrons first but all the other videos will be out there uh, so 
That's something to look forward to. I'll be back, obviously, this week on Dear Mr. Atheist, and then every day, Monday through Friday, I will be on Jimmy Snow. What do you know? Make sure you go and you subscribe over there. Thank you all so much for watching. It's been amazing. It's been a great time. You're all lovely people, and I adore you to absolute pieces. And again, uh, on Kyle's behalf, the fondest of farewells. Love you. Bye.